My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning. Welcome to travel and cruise industry news. Glad to be with you live from Cozumel, Mexico. How about that? Of course, I'm on the MSC Divina. Talk a little bit about that here in just a second. But today is February the 8th, 2022, on location in Mexico. Today, folks, is National Laugh and Get Rich Day. Laugh yourself into better spirits and enrich your health and happiness today. Of course, I believe in that a lot. All right. A few cruise ships sailing from uh, U.S. ports today. Up in New York, Manhattan, you got the Norwegian Gym getting underway. Port Canaveral Mariner, the sea sails down at Port Everglades, Enchanted Princess. And over in New Orleans, Disney Wonder. As, uh, of course, my buddy JJ Crew will be off. They have been on Disney Wonder this week. They were, as a matter of fact, in Cozumel uh, yesterday or the day before. I guess it was the day before yesterday. So I missed them by a couple days. Headlines this morning we'll get to in a few. Australia launches tourism campaign as borders to reopen. Aruba begins to relax travel restrictions. Frontier and Spirit Airlines to merge. Actually, Frontier is buying out Spirit. The bottom line looks like to me. Celebrity Beyond passes sea trials. Of course, that's Captain Kate and Bug Naked. Mobile will be without cruises for an extended period. The Norwegian Pearl returns to action. Visits to Grand Cayman soon. That would be nice. I've been canceled out twice this time around. A new Mexican cruise line. A new headquarters for Azamara. That and a lot much more here at 11 a.m. on Travel and Cruise Industry News. 
Got a couple things to say about the Davina folks. Number one, yesterday was just an absolutely marvelous day. Uh, it was a day at sea, of course. I uh, got a lot of work done. Uh, the Wi-Fi signal has been exceptional. Again, I was told that it that would be spotty on the Davina, but they've seemed to have their act together on the Wi-Fi signal. There, I had the, I went to the uh, steakhouse last night, butcher's cut. I did not let them lead me into the, all the upsell business to, like I had the week before on the uh, seashore. So I just did what I knew that I would be comfortable eating. I was going to have some competition from the pool over there. Uh, so I just ordered a filet, a shrimp cocktail, which was the shrimp cocktail. They're like four bite shrimps. They're huge in the butcher's cut. So a shrimp cocktail, a filet with a baked potato and the lava cake for dessert. Uh, and I was perfectly 100% satisfied with that. It was absolutely phenomenal food. It wasn't where it's so much that you stuff yourself and you feel miserable. So that's the way for me to go when I do restaurants like that. Go for the quantity that I know is going to be comfortable for me. So that was much more enjoyable than the week before. It still comes down to the bottom line is, is it worth it to you? Is the extra money number one? Obviously, folks, if you're on a tight budget, you don't want to mess with the, the specialty restaurants. But if you've got the, the, the money to do it and it's worth it to you to have a fun, fun dining meal when you're on a cruise, I mean, it is definitely, it's a cut above everything you get in the uh, regular restaurants. Now, I have no problem with the food in the regular in the main dining room, uh, which is why I've never been particularly a big fan of specialty dining. I am going uh, to do sushi tonight. Uh, you guys know I like my sushi, so we're gonna we're gonna try the sushi bar out. That's up on deck eight to sixteen. It's up. You've got to take a special elevator to get to it. Uh, the entertainment last night, I went to another show. It was absolutely phenomenal. This was a singer, uh, Rob McVeigh. He, he was a finalist in one of those big BBC uh, talent shows here a few years ago. Uh, he's been performing on, on cruise ships forever. Uh, is, has appeared with a lot of big name entertainers. Uh, really, really good. So that was a thoroughly enjoyable show. It was all music from, well, it was pretty much spread out, but he did a lot of, of classics uh, from uh, from back with uh, a Dean Martin on. So it was an enjoyable show. Glad I went. Uh, well, well worth the time. I did have the Miami Vice drink for Kenneth and Hot Air Tom. 
Uh, and basically, folks, what that is is a mixture of a pina colada and a strawberry daiquiri. I found, I mean, it was good, but I found that it took away from the pina colada taste that I really like, the, the coconut base uh, taste of a pina colada. I mean, I, I don't, I like strawberry daiquiris as well. I found that the mixture of the two took away from both. So I would prefer, rather than ordering a, a Miami Vice again, I'd rather order a pina colada. Or if I was in the mood for something strawberry-ish, uh, a strawberry daiquiri, rather than putting the two together. Just my thoughts. Overall, folks, I absolutely love the uh, the Davina, excellent ship, excellent cruise. I have found two things I don't like. Uh, two things that are troubling to me. One, there are no automatic doors. Uh, and I find that awfully difficult on the scooter unless somebody just happens to see you and will grab a door and open it for you. Because when you try to push a door open or pull a door open and get the scooter in it without crushing your arms on either side of it, um, it it's a pain in the butt. The seashore had at least every deck, I believe, that's open to the public has at least some access through an open uh, automatic doorway or a doorway that stays open all the time. Now, if it's open all the time, obviously that's fine. But the Davina has several areas. This is one. Um, I'm up the pool deck on, uh, what is this, deck 14, I think, on the Davina. And you have to go through a... a push doors to get from the elevator and uh, it's tough on a scooter. So uh, that's one of the drawbacks. The other thing is just because probably because it's a little bit older ship. This was built in 2012. The hallways have a tendency to be a little narrower than the newer ships. And there, there are turns, jags that on a scooter, uh, you have to be really careful or you're going to end up running into the walls and round corners and things. So it's not the easiest um, ship to navigate for those that are mobility challenged. Okay. I'm not talking about the Davina. We do have a ton of news today. Busy news day for a change. If you're listening to uh, this by the podcast, you can always access every day on my uh, accessible blog, which is accessadventures.net. The first thing I do at the end of the show is I get it processed and uploaded so it's available to you folks uh, that listen by the podcast, or you can get it to anywhere you get all your podcasts uh, from, from TuneIn to Spotify to our radio, Podchaser, Pandora, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Amazon Music. All you have to do is search for the 
uh, travel and cruise industry news, and you'll get the old fat travel guy. Also, because most days I do post uh, pictures or clips, today there's so much news, I probably won't have a chance to get to any. But always in the description of the podcast, there will be a link to the show so you can go back and check out the uh, clips or uh, pictures. So I'll be back with today's news after a word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. Okay, back for the news. Tourism Australia has confirmed the country will reopen its borders to fully vaccinated travelers from around the world on February the 21st. The decision builds on quarantine-free travel arrangements for Singapore, which came into effect in November, and for visitors from Japan and South Korea, which were launched a month later. The announcement uh, yesterday enabling fully vaccinated travelers from Britain to Australia uh, quarantine-free from February 21st is a significant step in rebuilding international visitation from Australia's international tourism markets across the globe. Now, this does not necessarily mean, folks, that cruises are going to start right away. You've still got the rest of the globe to open up before they're going to do that. But they're at least moving in the right direction. Uh, The borders are opening to more, including our friends from the UK. And that's a good thing. The Australian government has announced the country will reopen to all fully vaccinated visa holders, tourists, business travelers, and other visitors from later this month. Visa holders who are not fully vaccinated will still require a valid travel exemption to enter Australia and will be subject to state and territory quarantine requirements. Tourism Australia will be launching a new tourism campaign to welcome leisure travelers back to Australia in the coming weeks. So, glad to see some movement in the right direction from our friends down under. That has to be a step toward getting uh, cruises started again for the Australian market. And by the way, folks, I am sitting here in Cozumel, 
looking over, I'm, I'm down at the, the southern uh, pier again, the same one I was at last week. So I'm probably not going to go visit Alma and our friends at the No Name Bar today because it's a pretty good hike. Uh, and it's a little rough getting the scooter up there and back. It's about four, four and a half miles. I'm looking down now, actually looking down at the building uh, that uh, where the name bar is. Of course, it's too far away to see anything going on there. But the uh, Norwegian breakaway is docked right down at the, at the no name bar which is where I was hoping we were going to be docked. And then I could just roll the scooter, you know, a couple of blocks there right to, to the bar. And I was going to spend some time there today. But I'll wait and do that on my next trip to Cozumel, which is uh, it's next month. As a matter of fact, I'll be coming to Cozumel uh, and with Elizabeth, Elizabeth on location. That'll be on the Maraviglia. And she, of course, is now working on the Maraviglia. All right, on with the rest of the news. The government of Aruba has announced the easing of entry requirements for all visitors as part of a path forward to begin a shift to greater levels of normalcy. Effective today, the Caribbean destination will allow for the option between taking an antigen test one day prior or a PCR test up to a maximum of three days prior to traveling to Aruba. There will also be an option to travel with digitally verifiable QR code proof of COVID-19 booster vaccinations. A complete vaccination status includes a booster shot administered at least seven days before travel. So Aruba is lessening up things. Visitors from the States must use the smart health card format to verify vaccination status. And of course, they've got the usual requirements for kids. So good news from both Australia and Aruba this morning. This was announced yesterday on most of the major news outlets uh, overnight and this morning. Uh, Spirit Airlines and Frontier Airlines, two prominent budget carriers, yesterday announced plans to merge combination that would create the fifth largest U.S. airline by market share, putting pressure on the nation's biggest carriers and raising concerns about further consolidation in an already concentrated industry. The airlines, which offer thousand daily flights serving destinations in the United States, the uh, Caribbean, and Latin America, said in a statement that they would save consumers a billion dollars annually from the merger and the airlines would not lay off employees because of the merger. They also said they expected to hire another 10,000 workers by 2026 to add to the current combined 15,000 employees. The deal could face pushback from the Biden administration, which has increasingly challenged such mergers and partnerships in court. In the fall, the Justice Department sued to prevent a domestic alliance between American Airlines and JetBlue, arguing that the agreement would drive up prices and reduce competition. Be interesting to see what the Biden administration does. 
I really don't have a problem with it myself. Um, I actually have a couple flights with Frontier because they were uh, was available on a couple of my upcoming cruises. Um, I've never flown on Spirit myself. I don't mind flying budget airlines. I, you know, I, generally, when I fly, I want to get to a cruise. And I want to get there as quick as possible. So I really don't care that much about the carrier and so forth. I sometimes worry a little bit about a government entities sticking their nose in the middle of free enterprise. And I realize that there's got to be an oversight. But I don't know. You know, President Trump almost killed the cruise industry when he yanked uh, Cuba from all of us. Um, I could see, and I'm surprised that the Biden administration hasn't uh, tried to reinstitute that, but they haven't. I don't know. I'm not opposed to mergers like this myself. I wasn't opposed to American Airlines and JetBlue getting together either. All right, my favorite ship coming up is Celebrity Beyond. Successfully completed sea trials is over the weekend in the Bay of Biscay near Chantiers d'Atlantique shipyard in St. Nazaire, France. Trials were overseen by more than 50 crew members, including Captain Kate, bug naked engineers, and nautical experts. I don't know that bug naked was there, except Captain Kate travels with bug naked all the time. I haven't talked to her for several weeks now since the last chatted with her. So the next time I talk to her, I'll ask if bug naked was there for the trials. I'm just guessing that he was. The vessel is now returned to the shipyard where she will receive finishing touches ahead of her debut in April 27th of 2022. Last week, Carnival Cruise Line announced that the Carnival Ecstasy would be leaving the fleet following a series of voyages from Mobile, Alabama from March through mid-October of 2022. Now Mobile has learned that once Ecstasy completes its final cruise in October, the city won't see another Carnival cruise ship from its downtown terminal for at least 11 months. Mobile Mayor Sandy Stimson said in a statement that Carnival Cruise Line President Christine Duffy contacted me uh, to share that they will be halting cruises out of Mobile from October 15th through September of 23. In her message, she relayed the Carnival is planning on returning to Mobile after adjusting its operations in 2023. Well, why then would you take, get rid of Carnival Ecstasy Carnivalex can stay right there for those 11 months unless there's some reason that 
you know, that's not profitable. I thought the cruises there and, and Mobile were very profitable. So there's another one I don't understand. All right, folks, on January 4th, Norwegian Pearl's 11-night Panama Canal cruise was canceled one day into the journey due to COVID cases among crew members. All passengers disembarked the ship in Miami on January the 6th. January 5th, the line canceled the ship's next sailing, which was scheduled to part on January 17th. Then just days later, all Norwegian Pearl cruises were canceled up to today. I was actually up to yesterday, the 7th of February. This one, along with the cancellation of sailings of nearly all of the other ships in the Norwegian fleet, with some starting back at the end of January and others not scheduled to enter back into service until spring. Yesterday, Norwegian Pearl set sail on a five-night Western Caribbean cruise from Port Miami. Scheduled port calls for Costa Maya, Norwegian's private destination in Belize, the Harvest K, from mid-February and into the spring, Norwegian Pearl will host several themed charter cruises. And here, I'm sure Hot Air Tom has probably got one, at least one of these booked. The uh, charter cruises are Outlaw Country Cruise, the Beach Boys Good Vibrations Cruise, the Kayamo Cruise, and the Flogging Molly Salty Dog Cruise. I'm sure Hot Air has at least one of those books. Government officials from the Cayman Islands and top officials from different cruise lines are happy to be working together to create a collaborative plan to bring cruises back to the popular Caribbean port. Various issues still need to be resolved, but cruising is closer than ever to returning to Grand Cayman. I can only say it's about time. As reported by the Cayman Compass, officials from different cruise lines in the Florida Caribbean Cruise Association met with Grand Cayman Hierarchy on February 2nd for a series of discussions about returning cruising to the islands. Representative from Royal Caribbean Carnival, Des uh, Disney, Celebrity, and Holland America were all present. A variety of topics was discussed, including health and safety protocols, cruise passenger testing requirements, itinerary considerations, revenue for tackle local tour operators, improved tour operators, even jobs for Caymanites on board visiting ships. Don't get upset, folks. They're not done yet. But hopefully we'll be getting back to Grand Cayman here before too long as we get into 2022. The first ever luxury cruise line based in Mexico will be sailing a preview cruise on April the 14th. The cruise line is part of a Grupo Vedanta. This large Mexican tourism development specializes in vacation destinations, luxury hotel brands, golf courses, real estate, entertainment, and now cruises. 
the company's first ship, Vedanta Elegant, will offer guests an adult-only small ship experience, which the company says will be like sailing on your own private yacht. So, good luck to those folks down in Mexico. Luxury Cruise Line Azamara is set to debut its new global corporate headquarters just a few miles from Port Miami in the relaxed neighborhood of Coconut Grove. The new office evokes the laid-back atmosphere of the company's shipyard shipboard philosophy and also focuses on the shoreside team's well-being by introducing a hybrid work environment, more flexible paid time off policies for all employees. So congratulations to Azamara. I have a feeling uh, now that they're going to be based out of Miami, we're going to see a lot more of them in the States. So we'll see on that one. All right. That wraps up the news. I'm going to go over here and see who's in the chat room, who's fussing at me today. At least I had the audio on today, huh, folks? Hot air is with us. He says hello to John. Where is Elizabeth by now? Elizabeth is on the Meraviglia. Um, I know she was in Nassau over the weekend one day. I'm not sure where they, I did not check to see where the Meraviglia is uh, this week. But she is back on board and working. Um, I didn't make it all the way up to the top. Okay. Lizzie Lou's with us. Hi, Lizzie. Katie's here. Carol's here. Our John up in Minnesota. Talked to John earlier this morning. But it looked like we had a decent stream, which so far is so good. On the live stream on board the Davina. So both, uh, both MSC ships once I got the little bugs worked out within their system, have been excellent. Wi-Fi. Now, maybe that's because it's so few people. If the place, you know, had been full, maybe it wouldn't have been near as good. That's possible, too. All right, Michael Gale's with us. Good morning. Thanks for prepping the dock crew for my handicapped departure on Sunday on the Davina. And I tell you what, it was so much better. I just, as soon as you, however you're getting dropped off or you're getting there, uh, they're going to have a couple tents set up where they're checking bags. And uh, just, just add, there's a, the, the guy that seems to be the, the main guy on checking the bags out there is a big, big, burly African-American man, just nice as he can be. Just ask him, can you guys get me a wheelchair? And he's going to haul over to one of the guys sitting under the tent. They're going to scurry off and get you the wheelchair. At least that's how it worked for me this week. It was fabulous. So, Michael, you're going to have a good cruise. 
I have, uh, like I say, there's a couple issues that I have with the Davina, mainly because it's it's older, and uh, I can see some of the issues on doing that. One of the things that I don't like is that there's not any accessibility as far as as the pools and the uh, hot tubs, other than you know going up steps. So there's the hot tub that I'm closest to right now, which is right over here just to my left. There is a ramp, but it, the ramp goes to nowhere. It doesn't take you up to a pool. It doesn't take you up to, takes you up to some seating. Well, that's kind of wasteful. But that's, I'm never going to be happy with, with pools and hot tubs and the way it's handled for mobility challenge folks. Because, you know, what they think is good and what I think is good are two entirely different things. So. Hot Air Tom says, wow, I've never had an, an upsell issue at a Norwegian specialty restaurant. If anything, they carefully explain what is included to in the meal plan. Yeah, they do that. I mean, they clearly do that, but they want you to buy you know, the bigger steaks and the bigger add-ons. You know, you have, like, the, the package that I had was for uh, three courses for two different specialty restaurants. And that's one of the packages. Well, then, if you want to upgrade within that system to go to a four- or five-course meal or to go to a bigger steak, or to get like the bone marrow thing that everybody's so high on. It costs extra money. What I found on the specialty dining was that the first time I did butcher's cut last week, I ate too much for me. Yeah, I know. I'm a big fat guy. You'd think I could eat a lot, but I really, I don't. Um, so I was actually, even though it was delicious, it was good. I was miserable afterwards. And, of course, hot air is uh, going to have its testing to try to get out of COVID jail. That's, of course, we all are with you on that hot air that you and Cindy both pass and get on with your lives again. So... Um says, maybe you drank it wrong. Don't stir it and move the straw up or down to have the two flavors individually. No, nah, it doesn't work that way. Uh, no, I didn't st stir it up. Uh, and you can't leave a straw in one place in those drinks. It gets clogged up. But, yeah, I just, I prefer... Yeah, I prefer a, a pina colada to be a pina colada. And the same token, I, if I want a strawberry daiquiri, I'm going to have a strawberry daiquiri. I didn't care. I mean, I didn't dislike it. And I'm saying that wrong. Uh, but that's my preference. Other than that, I mean, the drink was fine. It was good. I just like it better singly. Try the BBC cocktail. Okay. 
I'll do that. Gretchen's here. She says, good morning to everybody. Gretchen's good to have you as always. Katie wants to know what a BBC cocktail is. That scooter driver must have had a few adult beverages to be banging into the walls. Advice, Chili, don't book a deck eight cabin on NCL Dawn or dual class ships. The deck has lots of twists. Well, that's the only, <clears throat> uh, and, and no, uh, hot air, it's not that I had adult beverages. It's the same thing at 6.30 in the morning when I'm going to breakfast. When you got to make those kind of twists and turns on a scooter and narrow hallways, you just have, you have to be very careful or you bang the corners. So, and I'm, and I'm not a you know, I'm a pretty good driver on these things. I've been doing it long enough to be very comfortable. It's just that these hallways are narrow. They're really narrow for today's cruise ships. Lizzie Lou says, Katie, it has a banana. Can't remember the other ingredients. Um, I looked that up too, Lizzie, when I y'all suggested that before. I know it's got banana liqueur and it's got, I want to say rum, but I'm not sure on that one. Anyway, uh, that was one that actually I wanted to do just because I like bananas. So I, I might try that. So I'll, I'll remember to do that today. A BBC. Okay, he says, sounds delicious. Banana Bailey's Coconut. There you go. Yeah. I could. I would like that, I, I think. Gretchen wants to know how Tom feels. As far as I know, Tom, Tom has had no, uh, no uh, other than the coffee had. Gretchen says, a little chilly in Orlando today. 50s. I've been keeping an eye on it. Okay, he says, yes, it is. Emily's with us. Hi, Emily. Did you see some easing of restrictions by NCL as of 3-1? Masks not mandatory and allowing non-vax children under five. Cindy, I did not see that. Uh, this morning when I was doing my research. Um, and I don't have any, I don't have a Norwegian booked until next year. So I'm probably not getting the, the notices from them uh, since I don't have anything booked until 23. Gretchen says, I'm on spirit on the 18th.
Lizzie says, I can't wait for Kennard Queen Anne to go on sale. Hopefully there will be an affordable short cruise so I could try her out with some friends. I've never sailed Cunard before. I'm not even sure I'm pronouncing it correctly. I've heard it pronounced several ways. But I have never been on uh, any of their ships. That's that's on my list of things to do. However, I will say that. Sharon's with us. How you doing, Sharon? Of course, Emily's saying good luck with your negative COVID test. Uh, Cuba will resume soon. Current issues include cybersecurity. China, some word I can't pronounce, dominates the island. Some say data isn't safe. Personally, I think that's the reason why uh, people should cruise versus land trips. I agree. And I would love to get, I, I just want to go to Cuba. Uh, I didn't get the first, the first year that you were sailing to, uh, to Cuba, I, I wasn't, I didn't take any trips. Then when I started cruising, got back to work cruise again, and then they, the Trump administration yanked the carpet out from under. So I lost it. two cruises that were booked that stopped in Cuba. And I've since used those credits for other cruises, but so. Nikki says, greetings, Chilean gang. We're back home. Got in after midnight, technically Monday morning. Still having travel brain fog, but doing laundry. Yeah, that's unfortunately one of the drawbacks to, to the cruise life. You do have a, a brain fog for a, a day or two, and you do have to do laundry. So, and it's amazing to me how the laundry folks on cruise ships can fold it so nicely and take so much less space when I fold stuff, I just, <laughs> I take three times more space than, than they did <laughs> the laundry I had done on last week. Uh, it just aggravates the crap out of me that I can't fold for the damn. So I'm always seeming like I'm just overloaded in the suitcases. It's not even a suitcase, but... I probably need to start traveling with a suitcase now. Just got to think about it, but that's neither here nor there. So, everybody's just saying hi back and forth. Katie went to Cuba and it was great. So much poverty observed. People were lovely. There's just a lot of things that I'd like to do there. And, you know, I think we, it was, we were beginning to make inroads with the poverty issue. Uh, when it when it got quit, but then, I mean, that hurt the cruise industry so bad. If you recall, the cruise ships that went to Cuba were smaller, older ships that gave them a second life because they couldn't get the bigger ships into Havana Harbor or any of the harbors in Cuba. So, you had ships everywhere 
that were going to Cuba that gave them a, a, a new life. Those ships are all gone now. Most of them. And there's still one or two around that, that were in the Cuba thing, but most of them have gone by the wayside. Sonny's here. Hey, Sonny. Uh, Michael says, let me know when you go to the evening uh, dining room. Is it dress up every night or only special nights? I'm bringing my tux just in case. Uh, so far, they at least they haven't announced a, a, a dress up night on this cruise, and I haven't paid that much attention to it. Uh, there was one night on um, Seashore that I dressed, um, but I even I even called yesterday to check on the steakhouse to make sure there wasn't a dress code. And they said, "Oh no, 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 you're you're fine." And anyway. So I'm not sure if uh, it's definitely not every night, Michael. It might be one night uh, or possibly two. But now there's nothing that keeps you from dressing up if you want to uh, as well. And there are some people that dress every night for dinner. Sonny says, when did you get to go to Cuba, Katie? Katie would love to visit the people there. I'll say I'm with you on that one. Katie says 2018. So, all right, guys, that's, oh, cruising and fun. Cruising is fun anytime. Hello, everyone. Still have brain fog from having fun on the Vista going back out on the breeze, February 14th. That's awesome. I'm, I go on Gal, to Galveston in um, April, but I'm on Adventure of the Seas in April out of Galveston. It'll be the first time I've ever sailed from Galveston. So. Amy says, I wonder if Carnival is keeping its remaining smaller fantasy class ship to use for Cuba cruising if it's allowed to resume. Well, that's an interesting point, Amy. I just... uh, you know, I hate it that so many of the ships are gone that, that were safely sailing to Cuba. So, all right, guys, that's going to wrap me up for today. <clears throat> My voice is uh, going away. Again, it's a lovely day here in Cajamel, sitting looking down uh, four and a half miles to the Norwegian breakaway. We're the only two ships here today, so it's not like last week when a place was jammed with, what, five or six ships. So, uh, we go to Ocherias next. Uh, I will probably uh, go ashore in Ocherias uh, for a bit. I may still go ashore here. Now, I'm sitting here looking down at uh, Senior Frogs and Margaritaville and the Three Amigos, all right at the end of the pier here where I'm docked. Uh, I think we've got a late sail away, if I'm not mistaken, because of canceling out of uh, Grand Cayman. Uh, So I may still get off and do something right here around the pier, but I'm not going to do the whole 
transport to go see visit Alma at No Name Bar as much as I like No Name Bar. I'll save that for when I'm here with Elizabeth next month. So I'll go see the crew at No Name and do some interviews with the crew folks that are there. So, all right, that's going to wrap me up for today. For you new folks out there, we do this every day, six days a week at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. If you have not subscribed to this channel, we'd appreciate you doing so. That helps the channel out a lot. The bell notification will tell you when I go live or when I post a video. And as always, and of course, we appreciate thumbs up. That helps us out too. So that's it for today, folks. As always, wear your mask. Stay safe. Don't do anything silly. Think about cruising, and one of these days we'll all meet on the high seas. That's it for today. This is the old fat travel guy. Have a fabulous day. I'll see you tomorrow from, I think I'm on the water tomorrow. I can't remember. Have a great day, guys. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner, hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure, I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be.